Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the new series on DA Rockstars called Midweek Jam with Julie and Rhonda. I am your host, Rhonda Holman, and our special guest co-host is Julie Varney. Julie and I are on a ton of social platforms, and we see a lot of the main hiccups that dental assistants collide with in their careers. And we thought, you know, we might not be experts, but we sure are old. (laughs) So we might have some pretty decent pearls to give out. So I've decided to pick a post. Julie picked a post. We'll go through them, kind of dissect them a little bit, and see if we can offer some pearls. Hi, Julie. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Okay, guys. So like I said, this is our new segment called Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie. We are totally getting over the hump of the week. How awesome is this? It is awesome. Hump of the week. Hump of the week. Yes. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to tackle some of the literally like the hiccups or the choke points in our career field. And uh, so I have a issue that I'm going to bring up and Julie has an issue that she's going to bring up and we're just going to like hash it out and, and talk about it. Low points, high points, you know, just how we feel that maybe there's ways to get around these things. So Julie... Since it's our first episode, I thought I'd let you go first. Okay. What question question or problem do we have this week? This week we have um, someone is starting a new office. And how long has it taken everybody to get used to the office and how the dentist works? In the past eight weeks, he's gone through five assistants. Longest one lasting two weeks. The dentist gets rid of them. I'm on my own with two rooms, sterilization, flipping rooms, and now in charge of supply and inventory. Still expected to get six crowns a week milled. I'm wondering, how can I keep up, and is this really too much for one person? Oh, yes. This is a really good one. Okay. So let's break it down. Five assistants, or you said five assistants? Yes, in eight weeks, and the longest one has lasted two weeks. Okay, so there's a hiring picker that's off. <laughs> I think yeah. that's one component. Maybe they're not quite saying yes to the right employee. Yes, and I maybe they don't have enough systems for success in their practice to enable people to learn the proper way and to be able to function as a dental assistant and they're spreading themselves too thin. So it seems to me the way she said it is she is the only dental assistant right now. Okay. So that is a lot of workload for one person and they have a retention problem because like you were saying, they weren't set up for success because there's probably no manual. Right. And there's nobody to help her out to teach her how to do things properly. So what she should really do is, pull that doctor aside and, and address the situation and bring all these good points that she has brought into us and say, listen, I am here for you. I want to make this work. How can we work together? 
she really should just lay it all out there. Cause what, I mean, obviously if everybody else is left, what's he going to do? Fire her? No, she literally has job security because she's right. The one that won the state. <laughs> right. And you know, maybe she can be the shining star that he was looking for where nobody else just got frustrated and quit, but it's just because they weren't, they weren't in balance and he, she didn't know what he expected and he didn't know what she expected and they just were not on the same page. Okay. So what do, what kind of advice should we give to her knowing that there is a, a repeat pattern of loss of new hires? How I've, does she delegate her workload? Or if, you know, she does approach it to the dentist and say, Hey doc, you know, like she was completely transparent on social media in the support group and he doesn't respond like we'd like him to like constructive criticism, if you will. What, what are her options? I would say one, I think they should sit down for a whole day and walk through everything, their schedule, their, their procedures, their setups and have you know, she needs to bring it to his attention. Hopefully it's a him. I'm, that's the way I'm reading. Yeah, he uses, she uses the word he. Um, and say, look, let's sit down for, you know, a good three, four hours and go through everything and work together and then look at the, the workload. And maybe they need to hire just an extra, like a floater, you know, someone that can kind of facilitate and, and help her out a little bit, but also help hygiene in the front desk. So, but she really just needs to sit, I think, just go in there and, I mean, what has she got to lose? Is he going to fire her? No, then he'll be without an assistant, right? That's right. what I'm assuming she's the only one. So maybe he'll be like, whoa, she's got some balls. I mean, and he might be like, okay, this is cool. Let's sit down and work it out together. Cause maybe he's, she's the person he's been looking for. The person that's kind of like his backbone and can tell him like it is and pull up your panties and let's do it the right way. Right. Yeah, no weak team members. Let's all hustle and no crying in baseball kind of thing. <laughs> That's right. Pull up your big girl panties and, you know, just walk. I would just walk into that office and say, look, because you don't want her, if this is her first experience, to be her last experience. Because yeah. it's not like that at every office. But this could be an office that she could help turn around and really, you know, and if she goes in there afterwards and he's kind of a jerk then you know what? Drop the gloves and walk out. Yeah. What she got to, got to lose, you know? Yep. And so if she was to delegate, uh, you know, say, okay, scenario A, she has the tash out with the doctor. They mm -hmm. find choke points. He can grow, you know, as far as the next new hire, you know, evolving and changing and, right. and retain that new employee. Or mm -hmm. he's not open to the suggestions or, you know, the feedback. And they could hire what's considered a rover, right? Somebody who turns over a room and, yeah. and does sterilization. Absolutely. And then, you know, I mean, that would be like a good meeting point, I would think. Because, you know, nobody wants to get burnt out on their first job. <laughs> no. and Your career is too long. <laughs> and we don't know it all. So there maybe there's things he does that she's never done or she's never seen. And she just needs some guidance and they just need to work together. And there's maybe things that he doesn't know about that could be better. You know, so they, they just need to work better. And I, I think if I was her, I would just walk in there and say, look. 
before I quit on you, let's figure out a solution before you're down an assistant and going through and, and bring up those key points. Like she said that you've had five assistants in the last eight weeks and they've only lasted two weeks apiece, if the longest one. And so maybe she can be that person that just turns things around for them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny cause there's a lot of dentists out there and I've said this before, Julie, and I'll say it until I'm blue in the face. When you go to dental school, they really drop the ball on what it means to run a small business, to mm-hmm. manage people, to, you know, understand the stresses that come with all of that and right. hiring and implementing protocols. Like it is a challenge. And a lot of dentists, because the job market is saturated in a lot of areas, they don't have to receive positive feedback and absorb it. Like a lot of right. them are just being like, oh, you know what? I'll get another one. I'll get another one. But your team members that are mm-hmm. loyal and that are there are the ones that ultimately suffer. Yes. And I would take, she asked about how long it would take. If it was a normal situation, I would say it would take a good three months to, to get to work with your doctor. But this is not a normal situation. This isn't a doctor that has great systems and, and there's an assistant there to help you train and there's another person that's willing to help out you're kind of just thrown to the wolves right now so I would say if you want to maybe come to the same playing field with him and everything gets on the same page then I would say six months it might take a good six months for you both to get all your kinks worked out and all your systems down and and just so you can be really really flawless and and happy chair side yeah. 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 I mean, that's reasonable. <laughs> hmm. It's very, because you, know, you can't. Yeah. That, that, you know what, that's great. And I hope that, that, um, that young lady, uh, is able to hear this podcast and maybe take some of this advice, uh, and implement it mm-hmm. and know that we're just here to pick her up and carry on her pieces and, you know, and just give her a little push. And you know, if it doesn't yes. work out, then there's another office around the corner for her. So, yep, you're never locked in. There's no lifelong contract. Nope. You have to understand about emotional health in your career. And, and part of that is not burning yourself out, not expecting more than what's a natural process. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So I think it's my turn. Does that sound good? Okay, so I've only worked at one office since I graduated dental assisting. I have an interview at a new office tomorrow. I'm nervous, but I know God will calm me when the time comes. Any tips or helpful advice for the interview? Hmm. So this is a good one. Um, So I, I get this a lot, and Julie, I'm sure you do too, on a lot of the platforms And here's what we can try and do with the dental assisting schools is focus a little bit more on resumes and interviewing skills. Yes. So that these guys are ready out of the gate to go get that dream job. Right. (laughs) And, and these nerves wouldn't be here. Um, You know, as far as interviews go guys, it's all about represent yourself in the best possible light. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, look sharp be sharp, do your homework on that particular office, know how long they've been in practice, 
know the background. I mean, there's so many avenues online to Google and Yelp and all the social medias. You can literally get to know your office before you even put your resume in. <laughs> and and I also say too, like you said, check out their website. I check out their website. Hopefully it's up to date with current photos and so that you're familiarized with what type of procedures they do, where they're located, their hours. Um, sometimes their bios of their team members say how long they've been there. And that could be an inclination to you. Wow, that person's been there 20 years and that person's been there 15 years. And um, it also is a great conversation starter if you're looking to, there's a bio about the doctor, where they went to school, how many kids they have, uh, what do they like to do for fun activities. So those things you can kind of engage in conversation during their interview. Oh, I saw, and it puts you really in tune with their practice. So like you said, reading their reviews, looking at their website, that is a good way to really engage because most people don't do it. They look where you're located and that's about it, but they don't even check the hours. So before they accept the job, they're like, oh, I'm going to be working until seven o'clock at night. Well, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> checking out their website, what they have to offer. Maybe there's some a product down there that they offer they do that you don't understand. So this will give you time. If, say it's six months smile. It'll give you time to say, okay, I've never done it. Let me look into it. What is it about? So at least you can know what it's about. So that you're not totally failing through the interview when they say, so you're familiar with 6-0-Smile? And you go, mm, nope, never heard of it. Oh, yes, I you know, know that it's whatever. You know, and you go into a long paragraph about it. So, Yeah, I like that. Know their technology. Know the services that they provide yes. in advance. Do your homework, guys. It will help you be so much more confident when you walk into that office for that working interview. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's what I want to emphasize. If you are currently a dental assistant who is looking for a job, make sure that when you get that phone call to confirm your interview, you know whether it's a clinical interview or a administrative interview. <laughs> I've seen this come up so mm -hmm. many times where someone will not realize that it's, you know, just a very formal interview, not a working interview and show up in scrubs, guys. Don't do that. Right. <laughs> yes. And make sure if it is a working interview that it is paid. Also, you know, it's, there's certain liabilities with it being a true working interview. And I would say maybe you could do a shadow or when there's not patients in the office where you could show your skills so that you're not so nervous. Um, I see on the forums too, a lot have done were unpaid working interviews. Yeah, we don't work yes. without getting paid. No, I, you know what? There was a girl on there a couple of weeks ago, and she said that the doctor tried to pay her with a gift card. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, you can, That's not okay, guys. you can shadow <laughs> and observe. That's a different thing. Like, go in, check the office out, watch a couple hours. But if you're physically working, walking out patients, uh, doing sterilization, that is working and they need to have you fill out some forms and they need to put you on payroll and pay you directly so that your taxes are correct. And they can't 1099 you. It is illegal to 1099 because we have to work under the supervision of a doctor. So it, you know, just protect yourself because you don't want to be taken advantage of. And I've seen it where a girl's like, oh, I did two days of working interview and I got paid and then I get the job. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like that's not how it works. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, so you guys do your homework. I mean, if you guys have any questions about interviewing, mm-hmm. uh, about, you know, the logistics of it, I know Julie and I are very accessible. Mm-hmm. You can find me on the DA Rockstars Facebook page. You can find Julie on Dental Assistance Rock. Yeah. And another yeah. thing about interviewing, I would say, like, how do you feel, Rhonda? Like, makeup. Less is better. You know, I, I'm i a believer of war paint, okay? And that's what I call makeup. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to overdo right. it and look like you're going to the club. Right. But I think that you want to present your best face forward, if you mm-hmm. will. And you don't have to go gaudy, but, you know, just make yourself. Yes. No cleavage, no, you know, no cleavage, no, no, no. And, and I, (laughs) I have no issues with tattoos, but the office you're walking into might. So if you do have tattoos, I would just make sure they're covered until they get to know you because you don't want them to be distracting. And it's a big thing in our industry. And I'm, you know, it's everybody's own personal preference. And you know, you might walk in and the doctor's full of them and you'd be like, Oh, rip off your sleeves. They're like, Woohoo, look at mine. But you're not, you're, you're unsure. So just cover them. Um, no facial piercings whatsoever. I'm not a big fan of your tongue pierced because we're pr- promoting oral health. So I don't feel like we should have yeah. our tongue pierced. If you do it outside the office, that's fine. Just take it out, remove it. Um, but just, you know, look like you are camera ready. You know, you are ready to, they're going to hire you and they want to take your picture for their website. And it just, you know, and always smile, of course, right? <laughs> so- oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to promote the product. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay, so here's my other pet peeve. When you do go for that, say you nail that first interview and you go back for your work mm-hmm. interview, do not wear wrinkled scrubs. And do not, if your pants, say, you know, you're vertically challenged and your pants are long, if you can't afford to hem them, man, they've got that stuff where you can just iron on or it's all this seam stick stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, get your pants the same length as your legs. And I call it looking because that's the worst is when you walk down the hallway and your pants leg are tucked up underneath your, your tennis shoes. Yes. And I call it um, <laughs> looking like an unmade bed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You don't, you know, who wants to look at an unmade bed? Nobody, you know, we like that all that perfect, you know, so scrubs and, and a lot of the scrubs nowadays, I are wrinkle-free, stain-free. I mean, they've come a long way compared to when we started. So um, absolutely, you could just pull them <laughs> out of the dryer or, I mean, spray some stuff on them and tug them out, and they're perfectly wrinkle-free. So, yes, the, the whole wrinkles in the scrubs I don't get. So, But questions, what do you think they could ask for during the interview? What are some good things that they should ask the doctor about that we kind of tend to forget when we leave the office are like, shoot, I wanted to ask that. So what are some things yeah, that so, they should really, besides um, hourly and money, but like, what are some right? good things that, you know, we don't think about every day is because we don't get to interview. So maybe we can think of yeah. some good things that they can start focusing on. Yeah. You know, if I was the doctor looking for a new team member, I would want that team member to ask about what I like. I would want that, that person that I'm interviewing to say, you know, what's your favorite procedure or, uh, you know, what are you looking to grow in as far as like, say your general dentistry, like what are your thoughts and theories and where do you see your office going? You know, just here's the thing. It's all the tactic of be more interested 
than interesting, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to Absolutely. meeting a new doctor and you're interviewing because you want to wow them. And, you know, talking about yourself is great, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you, you know, they just make them feel like they're the center of the room. And, and it's, it's, it's the same way you'd make a patient feel. And they can see that, you know, like I want, I want to know about you. Right. And, and you can learn a lot too of that employer by the way they answer the questions that you have. Right. Absolutely. I, I like what you said that, you know, be interested in them. Just don't be about yourself, basically. I mean, unless they ask you questions, of course, but really be focused on how they are and what they do. Because, you know, they they have people lined up. And if they feel like you're just there because it's just a job, they're going to kind of go, okay, next. Yep. Okay. You know, since we're touching on this really mm-hmm. quick, I don't want to like deviate too much but resumes guys so part of that that question was um they that she was nervous about the interview right Mm -hmm. but to get that interview your resume has to be on point I know Missy Fryer um she covered this in like a uh, Facebook live a couple months ago and it was spot on don't have grammatical errors right in your resume especially (laughs) dental words yeah dental words yeah (laughs) K nine spelled K and then the number nine. Yeah. Or <laughs> at with the at symbol. I've seen that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not we're not yeah, texting. So, we're not texting. <laughs> we're not texting. Yes. Yeah. Grammar and nice, you know, stock paper. You don't have to spray it with cologne or anything like that or put lipstick. Picture. On I'm a big fan of the picture. Yes, I like the that. picture. And and actually there's a great website. It's free. It's called canva.com. And they have resume templates that are very like modern and edgy and stand out. And you just plug and play your information in there and it's free. You don't have to pay somebody. You just have to take a little bit of your time, get your, and they have templates that say your work history, put your work history in there, your, you know, your, your objective, your education, your uh, references available upon request, or you can list them out. So they have 50 million templates that you could just, you could pick your own colors. You can put a tooth on there if you like. So it's all free. It just maybe it'll take a couple hours of your time, but it is customized to you. So your resume, when, you know, you've had it, Rhonda, when you've had to hire and I've had it and you put an ad out there and you get flooded and they (laughs) all, and I can always tell when they come from a school that has them build the resume. Because they're all the same. They say they all the same thing. The only thing that's different is the name on the top of the page. And you're like, next, next. You don't want to be. You want to be like, whoa, look at this. Creativity. I think dental assistants have a lot of creativity. So to me, that shows creativity that you went outside the box. Yeah. Because here's the deal. Like at the end of the day, a lot of times when you go to drop off that resume, you know, say you hit a couple offices during that day that are looking the, you know, the girl at the front desk is going to grab your resume and say, thank you. Right. And it's going to go on a pile. And at the end of that working day, the doctor is going to sit on the counter because I've seen it a mm-hmm. times, and go through the stack. And he's going to ask whatever team members around him. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? Because ultimately, I truly believe that the team is the one that does the picking of the new team member. That is, I, I, I mean, I can, I've always said it like, 
I've always gone on my working interview to lunch with the team because they know the philosophy of, of the office. They know, you know, if somebody's going to put in the effort and, mm-hmm. and be, you know, cohesive. Right. You know, the dentist, sometimes they don't work with us as much as the rest of the team. <laughs> yes. And so I think it's, yeah, that's what's going to happen is they're going to be up there on the counter. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Maybe. Yep. And then especially if you do have that photo on your resume, they're like, oh, yes, I remember her. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to go into the maybe pile or the absolutely let's call her tomorrow pile. (laughs) Yeah. And also, I I would like to stress that don't just take a job to take a job. Find your dental home. And I know it's exciting when you get out of school and you – you know, get that first interview and you get that first job offer, make sure it's the right fit for you. Not only that you're the right fit for that practice, but it's for your lifestyle, especially if you have kids. Cause I always find this, you know, a lot of single mothers, I was a single mother that it's the dental field is very conducive to your lifestyle and you can find Hey, I don't want to get up early in the morning. I can start work at 10. There's an office out there for you. I don't want to work on Mondays. Yep. There's an office <clears throat> out there for you. So really just, I, and I know it's a struggle and it might take you a month or so to find the right job. And, you know, and if after six months after graduating, you still don't have that job, let's look at your resume, post it on that forum, post it on dental assistance rock. I mean, tag it, tag Rhonda, tag me, and let's look at it. Cause maybe it's just the presentation of getting through to the first interview. So yes, that's Night and Night day. Because yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the whole point of this whole like uh, movement of accelerating, hello? like making our dental hello? assistance better is, is, hello, can you hear me? Hello. Julie? Hello? 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 Are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can me? hear you now. Oh, <laughs> you sound like the commercial. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me, can you hear me now? <laughs> I'm not in the hills of Montana. Oh, that's... <laughs> I know, right? Oh, yes. So, I think I think this is valuable feedback. Mm-hmm. And if you guys have any um, any areas of dental assisting that you think that Julie or I could help you out with, contact us, message us, and yeah, we'll, if you're, we'll try and hash it out. And if you're not willing to share it on a forum and you just have something to vent about, or you just need some great feedback and, and we can help send it to John or send it to Teresa or send it to Rhonda and they can put it anonymous on anonymously, blah, blah, blah on, <laughs> on, on the forum <laughs> so that you can get feedback from not just us, but everybody. So, and there's some right feedback out there. There's some great feedback and we might not have all the answers, but there's thousands of others that have a solution for you. So, you know, cause sometimes there are embarrassing things that happen to us in our dental assisting career that we don't want to be the ones to put it out there. So, but we want some feedback and we want some encouragement and we want to share. It's just, we don't, you know, want our name, you know, it attached to us right then and there. So Yep. Yep. And you know what? We're not reinventing the wheel, guys. No. Like, we Unfortunately. all have had the same struggles throughout our mm-hmm. careers. And, but, but until now, we didn't really have the resources to get advice or, you know, keep it anonymous. Like you said, like, 
we did we were kind of in the closet if you will. yes mm-hmm. yep so right. all right julie thank you so much thank for you. being on the show again and i look forward to next week next week sounds great to, uh, to get over the get hump. over the hump we're <laughs> humping it through hump 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 so all right thanks so much rhonda thank you all right talk to you soon take bye-bye. care bye-bye all right bye Thank you guys so much for tuning in to our new segment with Julie Varney. I am super excited about Midweek Jam with Julie and Rhonda because here's what the thing is. We're all dental assistants. We've all been there. We've all done that. And those of us who haven't done it could sure use some pearls. So if you guys have any of your own or if you have any hiccups that you want us to dissect, we are happy to do it. Just message us. But until next time, keep on suctioning.